what is going on? Welcome back. We're back. We are back. Ladies and gentlemen, we missed a week. We were not here. We apologize. We're sorry. (laughs) But we have a good excuse. Yeah, we do. I like to think so, at least. Yeah. There was a raid. There was a fire. There was a raid. It was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't a raid. There wasn't a raid. Tanner, you got you got an announcement, Buckle. I do have an announcement. Um, Tell us. What do you so got? So the reason we were not able to record an episode last week was because I proposed to my now fiance last what? Friday. Let's go. It was it was awesome. She yes. had no idea. What's her name? Her name is Maylee. Wow. Um, and a connoisseur of now Kermit memes. Yeah, Kermit memes and and uh, Home Depot, Home Depot <laughs> theme songs. Yes, what well, wow. she lives by. Yeah, it's her. amazing, dude. That's it's so it's cool. truly amazing. I love it, and I love her. Um, but yeah, I flew down to Texas, which is where she lives, and you know, walked her by Lake Waxahachie, uh, which was our first date. What and, a name! And then you know, pop the question, man. Let's go. Yeah, got awesome. the photographer. Got the photographer. Really good picks. Hidden, hi, you know, hiding behind the tree. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Got people like laid, they laid the blanket with some roses Sheesh, out. It was the really roses, nice. dude. Was, nice touch. Oh, nice was, touch. It was great. It was just a couple of days before Valentine's Day too. Yeah. So, what cologne did you wear? Um, it. Oh, what is it called? Oh, it's called Martinique. Martinique by, um, this. The boat guy. Oh, the boat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I forget the name. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's <laughs> all right. But Martinique, <laughs> gentlemen, if you wanted her to say Martinique. yes. Yeah. Martinique. That's the way to go. Man. I know. It was, it was Plug beautiful. us. Martinique. Sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> that's, guys, that's our first sponsor for the Worship Production Podcast. <laughs> yes, it's a cologne. <laughs> no, it, it really, it was a great weekend. Um but yeah, that is why we could not bring you an episode last weekend. We did try to get an episode in like last weekend, but mm-hmm. record it as soon as I got back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got in at like two in the morning right. in Baltimore. It was tough. We did try for you guys. We really did. It was just yeah. crazy week all around. Couldn't happen. We, we feel bad, but we're here now. Yeah, you live, you learn. And that's what the heart of this thing is, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. We're... Little by little. Yeah. The keyword is cast. consistency. So. <laughs> the keyword is consistency. <laughs> but we just missed a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're fifty percent right now. That's that's not bad. That's, that's not pretty bad. good shooting. It's failing on like a grading scale, but yeah. It's not bad numerically. You know, it looks good on paper. Yeah, I think it looks so. good. One one for two. Yeah. We're happy about it. Well now we're two for three. Two yeah. So now we're six to six We're back. Come on. We're back. It's comeback city. That's it. So, hey, we're so happy to be back, though. We are. We got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. Tanner and I both had the enjoyment of being a part of a youth retreat, playing worship for Mm -hmm. that. And uh, we just wanted to run through tonight and just talk. Like, what did we see? What what were some things, like pointers that we took away and, like, things that could have been improved? Stuff like that. Yeah. It was a really cool event. Really awesome youth group. They they had a really good like crew. I think very sociable, you know. Yeah. No. I so I played. What did I play? I played Saturday night and mm-hmm. I played Sunday morning. 
Quinn, yeah. you played. I played the whole thing Friday night, Saturday morning, uh-huh. Saturday night, Sunday morning. And the mornings were acoustic sessions, correct? Right. Yeah. Cajon, keys, and uh, acoustic. Yeah. Yeah. So for this event, Quinn, you played drums. I did. Yeah. And Cajon, mm-hmm. obviously. One. One yeah. of the same. Yeah. And then I had the opportunity to play keys. Which is right. not my instrument. Out of the comfort zone. Definitely out of the comfort zone. Yeah. yeah, they texted me in the group chat the day of, gave me the set list, finally. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, do you know these lead lines? And I was like, nope, <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll learn them <laughs> or try my best. <laughs> well, and definitely out of the comfort zone, but it was a super cool opportunity. Uh, I, I like I play keys at home. I have a keyboard. Um, yeah. That's how I learned the number system. Actually, was on the keyboard because it's in a line rather than guitar. The analogy that I use is the guitar fretboard is like a jungle gym, mm-hmm. and the keyboard is like just a walking path because hmm. it's it's straight. It makes sense in my head. I don't know. I I have some friends that have learned better on guitar. And they don't understand it on keyboard. I'm like, that doesn't right. even make sense. Yeah, it's just a line. Like, yeah, it's, it's literally just a straight line, left to right. And then the fretboard of a guitar is like, I don't even know. I'm a guitarist. I don't. Even, I know the. I, know I don't the understand strings. it at all. I mean, I know that it's and like I know the A string. And yeah, like that's. I know a G is here, and then like on the other end of the world is a C. And yeah, stuff it, like, it's like it's just all over the place, and I, f- I find it difficult to learn. But no, keys. It was super cool um, experience getting to kind of get my feet wet playing keys for mm-hmm. an actual service yeah. or an actual worship set um i gotta say you people. killed it too you, i you, appreciate you it <laughs> yeah bro. i appreciate it i uh, mean for not having done that very like being out of your comfort zone you couldn't tell you know yeah we walked up that saturday night whenever you joined on and we all just started playing like the worship leader didn't even like formally start yeah he just started playing his acoustic to get a sound check and we all just start went yeah. And that was like, that was our practice. <laughs> it was, so it was my first time ever. So this is Remix Worship. So Quinn, how did you get connected with Remix? Yeah. So the leader, Zach, well, JB and Zach, actually, I, I have been con- connected with them through several, um, several of my friends, Hunter, um, who is a good pal of mine that works at Refresh and um, several other people just in my church and other connections that kind of secondhand, I, I, I ran into them and they found out I was a drummer and I kind of have been their second string. It's like the fourth event that I played for them in the past couple of years. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's probably like twice a year that they ask me to play for an event or something. Nice. And it's, it's a good time. It's always a blast with playing with remix. Yeah. Very they good. were like some great guys. Um, we had a lot of fun. That was yeah. my first time playing. I also kind of, you know, m- was introduced to them through Hunter who mm-hmm. we'll have to have on the podcast. It's Oh time. yeah, absolutely. Um, so, kind of met him through him and they asked me a while ago if i wanted to play at this gig in february and i was like yeah absolutely um so then it was just a couple weeks ago they reached back out um and zach asked me he's like oh what what instruments do you play and i'm like yeah i play you know i play guitar play bass Mm -hmm. and i'm like but i can play some keys if needed not expecting yeah not expecting (laughs) at all that that's what he'd choose because he reached out i told them that i was a guitarist that's why he reached out to me in the first place right and so i just expected that i was going to play guitar i mean that's what i travel and do is play guitar Mm -hmm. not keys um oh little notification there there you go (laughs) (laughs) so was not he's like he came back and he asked he's like hey do you mind playing keys and i was like no i don't mind i'd love to but i do feel like i have to tell you never played keys on a stage before <laughs> uh, or a worship set. The I moment pl- of truth. <laughs> I played 
altar call behind Pastor Shane one time. Wow. A couple years ago. Was that just like spur of the moment? Yeah. Somebody, I don't think Leah was there. Oh, and yeah, I was like, like I could play Tanner, keys. Go. So I went up and just, you know, mm-hmm. I actually played a Taylor Swift song. So it was right when Taylor Swift <laughs> dropped her new album. Um, what was that song? The real popular one, the 10 minute version, yeah. All Too Well. Uh, I literally played an All Too Well but like slow down like slow down oh my god and gosh. then like turned it in like worshipy because that, that's the song that i had just learned the day before on the keys and yeah i was like oh i got this <laughs> just th- throw a little pad in there and how was the response for worship like i mean did did the altar time go well like how did how oh, did the yeah the altar time went great so pastor shane preached um he preached it wasn't last Christmas, but the Christmas before that wow. in youth. So it was, I don't think it was like a altar response. Oh, it was just kind of, hey, just like I just need up. some keys. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to wrap up. Um, but he actually texted me after. He's like, dude, I had no idea you played keys. And I'm like, I got I got a few tricks. <laughs> you were like, I didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I honestly did not know what I was doing, man. I'm so glad that it sounded good. Man. No, but you know, super cool opportunity this weekend. The guys were awesome. We went to uh, went to some Walnut Bottom Diner oh, in yeah. Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh! Just like ten o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> the reason we went was because there was a Google review about this girl named Jess. Jess. Was it Jess? Yeah, it was Jess. Yeah. And, and they uh, said the food was terrible, and everything was terrible. Mm-hmm. Which but concurred. Jess, yeah. Yeah. The food was pretty good, but the service I, was rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the only good part of the review, they were like, but Jess was good. And Jess we're like, good. all right, we got to go and check yeah. check Jess out. Not in a weird way, but like, right. clearly there's some hype behind Jess, and we want to go figure out why. Right. Let's so, go see Jess. Yeah. When it, it was a really cool time just bonding with these guys. Um, and it's yeah. always cool when you have experiences uh, like a youth camp where just the presence of God is so there, and it's so powerful, and you see like him moving through the students mm-hmm. and i mean that saturday night when i was there i mean kids were just weeping it yeah. was like you could tell that there was a move um just a move of the spirit in that yeah. room and honestly the whole camp i wasn't there for the whole thing but like from what i was hearing in the testimonies and just talking very shortly with people mm-hmm. like it just like he, he was really moving at the camp and worship was a big part of that which was really cool but that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is using what you've got right so at this camp is at Bongiorno Center, Bongiorno Conference Center. Mm-hmm. The Carla- David Center. In the oh, yeah. It, yeah. It was in the small building uh-huh. of the conference center. Which is vital for this setup yes. to understand. Yeah. Know? So the stage was like, I think, three four by eight deck platforms that were six inches up off the ground yeah like barely off the ground very small very small it was two i think they were really really old like 16 inch mackie point source speakers on stands Mm -hmm. and then the same speakers as As front fills or yeah yeah, sorry monitors just pointing right at us yeah yeah and with the guitar turned all the way up with the electric the, <laughs> with the electric guitar i'm certain was the only thing in those monitor mixes bro it was very loud it i'm very confident loud. a student went back there and was like oh mix one and mix two i'll pull all these faders <laughs> down oh and the electric guitar i'm gonna shove it all the way up yeah yeah uh it was just brutal it was brutal i i couldn't hear myself play the entire saturday night set yeah literally nothing um, I, yeah, it was it was tough to hear on 
Saturday night for yeah. sure. But it was amazing because the spirit still moved and the kids were still having a blast. Yeah. So it's cool that it that in the grand scheme it doesn't matter. But we want to run through and be like, what could have made it better? Mm-hmm. How how could we have made this sound better? And and what what were we using? How can it sound better? And yeah, um, all those things. Yeah. So yeah. What what were you using as your your keys? So I was using a Nord Piano Three, which mm. was, I mean, there's not you're not gonna get too much better than that. Right. I mean, any of the Nords are gonna be solid. Um, so I used it was a Nord Piano Three, wasn't wasn't mine. I wish, um, <laughs> right? But the Saturday night I played on just the basic grand piano setting. Um, but I was scrolling through a little bit and during altar call and some low moments, I would switch, uh, to a pad setting that they had on there. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bright. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't a huge fan, a little shimmery, uh, but it worked, it worked really well. Um, yeah. and as, like, like we said for this kind of event where it's just kind of like, here's your things, like just worship, mm-hmm. like we didn't have to focus too much on, all right, I need everything to be perfect. It was just, we were up there, our hearts were set on him and we were like, all right, let's go. Let's yeah, worship. Yeah. Um, and you know what they say? The Lord is where the Nord is. The so. Lord is where the Nord <laughs> is. Amen. That's, so that's, that's honestly the truth. I, I said this to Quinn earlier today. I'm convinced the Ark of the Covenant is just a Nord grand. <laughs> it, it, it was a Nord grand before it's time. <laughs> And it, they just couldn't, they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, it just sounded so good. And they were and like, they, ju- they just, wow, they put it in this ark. And yeah, we need to walk this around to different places and then <laughs> set a building around it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did, I guess. <laughs> they just, yeah. But <laughs> the Nord is where the Lord is, or the Lord is where the Nord is. Right. The Nord also may, yeah, may be where the Lord is. I mean, it one and the same, right? Yeah. I f- so. Well, I feel like we're getting borderline. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Um, heretical. Heretical. I think it's the yes, word we're you're getting we're getting borderline <laughs> heretical when we're saying <laughs> that the Nord is the Lord. We it is not. We the don't Lord. stand by that. <laughs> the Nord, is, the Nord not. is not the Lord, but it is where the Lord is. Right. And the Lord is where the Nord is. Anyway. <laughs> like you we like said. we filled the hole and you just dug it back out. <laughs> Anyways, you guys get it. You guys get it. <laughs> oh my so <clears throat> I was using for the drums. Uh, it was a small room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very small. We decided there were. I guess I'll just preface it. There were 80 kids there, right? Yeah, the about camp, 80. Yep. And it like that room was pretty packed mm-hmm. for 80 kids. So if that gives you any sense of the size of the room. Yeah, it wasn't not big. big at all. Yeah. I mean, probably 10 steps could get you to the back wall. Yeah, easily. So, yeah. Um. So obviously we went with an electric kit, mm-hmm. an acoustic kit in that room. You would not, instead of the electric guitar being <laughs> the whole sound, it would have been you the drums. Just would have heard the drums. Yeah. So um, I was using a TD6 Roland TD6, and that's an older kit. They're up to TD50 at this point. So that shows you the age on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that the ride cymbal, it was a great kit. Good tones, like good, you know midi sounds stuff like that yeah. except for the ride cymbal it was very sensitive it had three sounds and if you hit the side like hard it was like a crash 
if you hit it on the top lightly, it was like, you know, like you're riding, like yeah. you're just hitting the ride. And then if you hit it too, too much, it was like you're hitting the bell of the cymbal. And so like I was playing and randomly it would just go ding, 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 <laughs> just at random yeah. notes. And it just was, there, it's really hard with electric kits to get the sound you want. Yeah. And you're basically saying, I told Tanner this the other night, it's it's basically putting like a natural gate on yourself. Because mm-hmm. like once it once it goes below a specific level dynamically, there's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the sounds that are that are sampled onto the drum kit are like a full hit. And so like right. you can hit it lightly, but it still sounds as though you're hitting it hard. So oh, that's true. It, it's I just didn't think of that. Yeah. So like as far as worship drums go, like the the new stuff is great. The yeah. new stuff is great, but the older stuff it's just like uh you you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I made the most of it and it was a really good set. Yeah, um, really enjoyed it. So um, then, bass was using, uh, I think it was using a Squire Jazz bass. Mm-hmm. I think is what it was. Um, obviously, that that stuff we, you know, whoever was playing brought their own stuff. The only right. stuff that was provided for us was the keyboard and the drums. Yeah. Um, I will say the finish on his guitar was very clean. It was it was on nice. the guitar, the bass, the bass, the bass. Yeah, I yeah. Lo- like that. The bass looked clean. Yeah. I, I liked it. Um, but he he had a little pedal board um, using some soul food overdrive. I think he had mm-hmm. really overdriven bass tones, which sounded cool for the songs we were doing. Yeah, um, and he used a pick for a couple songs too. Yeah, he did. I saw him over there. So. Um, and then the a guitarist was playing Les Paul classic. Um, classic. Yeah, I think it's classic. Yeah, you um, know better than me. Yeah, I just forget. I'm not a Les Paul guy, so I know they have their studio. I'm pretty positive it's called classic, but yeah, he mm-hmm. had that, and he just had a delay pedal and tuner. Um, at least that's all I saw, and just he was going to town. Um, obviously, they both had amps. I didn't really look at what amps they were using. Yeah, um, but now that I think of it, no, they they were running direct out of their amps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the guitar was coming through the monitors. Yeah, too, yeah, so they, yeah. They were running out into the board and then uh uh-huh. yeah, back yeah through the. I'll call it the quote-unquote PA, mm-hmm. and then the monitors. Right, um, right. But, yeah, it was, you know, we just kind of had what we had. Um, we used their, the sound system at Bonjourno, which I will say is a good sound console. Alan and Heath, right? Yeah. I believe it was a QU16. Okay. Um, Could have been an SQ5. I did not. I just know the format, the size. Mm-hmm. It was that size. I didn't actually go over and look at it. Yeah. Um. Or was it like 24 channels? I didn't really get a look at it. Uh, so the, I mean, the QU16 would have been 16 channels. Yeah. The SQ5, I think, is that 24 or 32? I don't know. I'm testing your your memory, though. Bel- I'm going to say it's 32. And if it, if it doesn't have 32 physical inputs, I know it can handle 32 channels of audio. But I forget how many physical inputs on the back. Hmm. I think it's 32. I'm yeah. going to stand by that. Interest. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's pretty so, sweet. But it was, right, we had what we had. We just kind of showed up. Like you said, there wasn't really any practicing. Right. Um, we showed up. We played a couple songs. The worship leader for that evening just starts, you know, playing a song. Mm-hmm. I immediately go, oh, he's playing that song. So I start playing along. Quinn adds some drums. And then all of a sudden, we're like 
flying through the song and we like were grooving like right. the whole band really locked in with each other which was super cool for yeah. that being the first time honestly any of us had even really met like a yeah, couple of them was... had met and played before but for the most part we didn't know each other at right. all we just kind of showed up rehearsal was supposed to be at five the worship leader shows up at six the event starts at six thirty, mm-hmm. so we just kind of ran through two songs got a I quick think. run through and um, went for it and just yeah full send i mean we played so that that saturday night um we played five songs technically but we only played the chorus and bridge of gratitude gratitude um, which i'm so glad we got to it i me too i love that song yeah. um but so we played five songs, five and then songs when we the came start, back, yeah, right, alter time, we came and did four, four more. songs, and we practiced two, two <laughs> yeah. and then quick practice gratitude without any chords or anything. Uh-huh, he, we uh-huh. just kind of like guessed, right? So mm. we practiced two and a half songs, right, and then went and played nine, yeah, without rehearsing any of it, and it was it was great. It was solid it was the whole solid. way through. Yeah. I don't think there was. I mean. Obviously, transitions weren't smooth, right. but it was clear that the youth pastor didn't focus on that, and so it wasn't the biggest deal in yeah. the long run. Yeah, you and if any of you guys play right on your worship teams, you know everybody does it differently. Mm-hmm. Here at CLA, when we're playing on main stage with Chris, he um, like all the transitions, they're beautiful. So they're beautiful. Smooth, like yeah. there's never any like the keys doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Like. Every, something stays up something's playing there's always sound um the key changes are also typically like yeah they they work right, <laughs> it's, right. it's not like you're going from some crazy key to a another key that's just completely out there yeah um it sounds good the arrangements put together for a reason um but then like i've also played with people who just like you know we end the song we let the song come out and then we kick the next one in yeah and it's there is no i guess there's no transition there it's yeah it's just, just hard stop, stop and hard start stop and start again yeah. um and that that's basically what we did yeah uh, end a song crash out a little bit right. do something say um, some words say say something yeah. and then just switch yeah switch to the next song uh, now so. i i don't know what your preference is i've grown up at cla and so mm-hmm. i'm really w- a sucker for some smooth transitions <laughs> i i am as well <laughs> um it's gotten like i've had a hard time getting used to that when i go and play places yeah and they're like oh we'll just stop and then we'll just kick off the next song and i'm like all right like eh, that's yeah fine. you got to roll um, with it but also it's like oh it's an opportunity yeah like know? i i want to i want to do the transition but like sometimes like especially if the congregation is even used to it like at the end of the day mm-hmm. when you're worshiping a transition in a song unless you're sitting there nitpicking right like it's not gonna make a difference no. in how god is moving yeah at all yeah like at the end of the day worship and this is why, like, one of my favorite songs right now is The Heart of Worship. And mm-hmm. it basically that song talks about, like, I'm sorry, God, for what I've turned worship into. Mm-hmm. Like, while it's one thing to do worship as best as you can and, you know, learn your parts right, right. and, like, really desire to be excellent at it, it's another thing to turn it into, like, you know, a production a, too much of a production yeah, yeah. and to the point where you're missing the whole reason for worship and that's mm-hmm. to honor god and to worship him and to love him and when you get too much into the production side of things it can be you just forget that yeah um, but it's like this retreat was such a cool reminder of it doesn't doesn't matter what you have yeah. at the end of the day it's it's where your heart's at uh, Absolutely. it's where the team's at 
And if you go out there and like true, if you truly worship God, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what guitar you're playing with, doesn't matter what. We didn't have to have a Nord. Yeah, we, we could have no. had it. We could have had an unweighted keyboard. Right. I would have hated it. A little Casio. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like that will not affect how the Lord moves. One hundred percent at all. And my mind immediately goes to what's happening in Asbury right now. They just have yeah. a guitar and a piano, like an acoustic guitar and a piano. Yeah. And you know the spirit's moving yeah it's insane so like production does not equal like spirit led you know what i mean um while it can help elevate it or mm -hmm. usher it usher i like that it does it is not required right by any means right by any means yeah and so i think that there's a lesson in that for sure Mm -hmm. um i did also want to talk about the chord charts that it was cool we were using yeah. on song yeah um which Sponsor i have my <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have mild experience with on song yeah. but it was cool because he was the the lead was flipping the charts and everyone's flipped yes at the same time like he was controlling everyone's charts yeah so, so. i know so i've played with on song a couple of times um and if you guys don't know what on song is it's an ipad app or i guess probably a tablet app i'm sure mm-hmm. it's on android too but I don't use anything Android. Maylee, I love you, but get, please get an <laughs> iPhone. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure it's on both platforms. But basically, it's chord charts. If any of you, I mean, I'm sure lots of you have used this before. I'm sure lots of you have used planning centers. I believe it's called Music Stand. It's essentially the same thing, but it works a diff- little differently. So you can upload songs. And then my two favorite features are the beam feature. Mm-hmm. Um which basically allows the worship leader to create a set list on on song, you know, change the key. And this, this is super cool because you put in the song select charts. And as long as I don't know exactly how it works, but somehow if you have the song select chart in, you can just change the key, transpose it. Right, and right. all the court, like everything changes seamlessly. And Crazy so you tech. just need one chart. Yeah, it's super cool. But then you can make the set list and beam it to all the other iPads on I don't know if it's on the network or if it's over Bluetooth, so it's just in the area. Yeah. But basically, all the other iPads for your team get updated immediately. That's there's insane. no delay. There's no like s- like wait a while let the like the spinny thing load. It's immediate. Like, it's immediate. Um. So you know something happens, we decide to add gratitude, and that's exactly what we did during mm-hmm. the rehearsal. We're like, oh man, what would be really cool here is to go uh, tag gratitude at the end of what was it? Great are you, Lord? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And yep. So he added, you know, we played it in the rehearsal. We just kind of remembered what it was. Um, and then he added it to the set list, hit beam, and all of a sudden it was on all of our iPads. Right. Like awesome technology. It's so great. Cool. And then the other cool feature is the fact that, you know, all of the iPads can follow the lead iPad essentially, uh-huh. um, which as long as everybody's aware, that's super cool. Right. If not everybody's aware of that and everybody like goes to swipe at the same time <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, because I, I don't know if my iPad would change theirs. We didn't actually test it too much. I yeah. just saw that he was changing my iPad and I was like, can you turn this off? <laughs> right, right. Um, I, for me, at least, that would just be a little weird to get used to. Um, I, I liked being able to change it myself. Yeah. Naturally. It makes sense because you be. grew up doing that. And yeah, exactly. So. It's a comfort zone thing, but it is a really cool feature for for 
someone who wants to like keep it locked in and right and, yeah and it's you know. like even if you have um like for our main service here at cla we have um core charts on a projector in the mm -hmm. back of the room so you know that gets switched for the whole band so only right. one person is switching we all see the same thing it would be really cool if you are like let's say you're leading youth or a children's service and you've got some new some new players right mm -hmm. got some volunteers got a new piano player new acoustic player um and they're not familiar with having a chord chart in front mm -hmm. of them, um, that would be huge for you to be able to flip through it for them. They don't have yeah. to worry about that when they start playing um, and just allow them to focus on playing their instrument right. and doing it as best as they can. Yeah. So I, I could see how that could be sensory overload. Like, oh, totally. Just a whole nother, uh, another thing on the list of things to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Keeping that. I also noticed that um, on the on song uh jb was able to put like a little post-it note on the screen yeah and he put capo 3 on there but that could be like a really good thing for like you know md without like audibles you know what i mean like you you oh, you yeah. kind of you kind of have on the notes like okay we're gonna do an orchestrated hit here you know what i mean like yeah stuff like that just little notes that you can throw in anywhere yeah i, I don't really like that now i don't know if those notes went to everybody else's ipad oh okay but like it does like OnSong allows you to draw and write either on a notepad or straight on the piece of paper, right? Like right. the little little yeah. song select chart. Um, so yeah, you can totally make notes if you're going over that in practice and stuff before. Um, wow. Yeah, super cool app. The guys who designed it are great. We know a couple of the people who are, I believe, they started OnSong, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I kind of forget. Refresh interacts with them frequently yeah i'm sure um and might be in the near future here too as well which if anyone's listening from on song hit us up we'll talk to you soon hit us up <laughs> this turned into like a commercial for on song <laughs> no it really, it really is not meant to be a commercial for on song but they have a great product and i love using it but yeah it is a really cool one yeah so another thing i want to talk about this weekend is we did not have a musical director mm, yes so and this is like an MD. yeah this is something to talk about because i mean it, it's it's a it's it's something that tanner and i wanted to kind of hit on like mm -hmm. it, there's an unspoken rule of like you should have an md yeah 100%. you should have an md but whenever it's times of like i almost want to classify it as like organic worship like there you know it's kind of just a group of guys coming together it's, it's and more playing. stripped down yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. Then yeah, because we didn't have in ears, we didn't have tracks, mm -hmm. we didn't have click. There was, there was nothing. Right. So you all. couldn't have it an was MD. super stripped down. No. Nope. Once once you lose the in ears, you lose the MD. Right. You know exactly. So, uh, like, this is a gray line. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, with that gray area of, we we think you should always have an MD. Yeah. But until stuff like this, like, how does that work? So I. I, for one, think that if you can have an MD, absolutely, absolutely have an MD, um, yeah. especially in worship music, because, you know, when the spirit is moving, um, you're not going to follow the set exactly mm -hmm. how you planned. And if you don't have an MD, it doesn't lock, it does not lock you into what you had planned. You can absolutely change. But you are going to have to be on the same page right. with everybody on the team. Yeah. And you guys are just like, it, it definitely can work for people who have played together for a very long period of time. 
Um, but I would say in most cases, like having an empty and allowing the worship leader to signal one person, hey, I want to go to the bridge. And then them being able to talk the rest of the team through it mm-hmm. is just huge. Um, and but yeah, like you said, with the uh, call it organic or stripped down worship mm-hmm. where there's just I'm going to call it stripped down worship because like there's just there's nothing like it's not your typical production. Right. Right. Um, obviously. You're not going to have an empty. So that's not a choice. Right. Um, but I will say something that's super important in that kind of area is communication non-verbally. Right. Um, signals or... Signals, head nods, right. like sustained something. eye contact, uh-huh. like wide eyes. Like <laughs> yeah. We need to know something. And I think that's something we didn't really do any of. I noticed that. This camp was any communication and i think we missed some dynamic cues like i i noticed i missed things dynamically i stayed up when it should have gone down and i knew that after they turned around because i stayed up right. you know what i mean exactly. and it was like oh no i you know i missed the mark um but if there's no communication you're yeah. gonna miss the mark you know yeah 100 percent. you're not unless you guys are super lucky <laughs> you're, you're you're just not gonna stay together yeah um so i think that's super important when you're playing in a stripped down set um is communication with the worship leader and like the stage. So we had six people on that stage. That mm-hmm. stage was 12 feet wide. Right. So three across the front, three across the back. We each had, what is that? Four feet. Mm-hmm. And to, to granted my drum kit. Yeah. Took your, up. your drum kit <laughs> took up like eight feet and then the keys took up yeah, like four. That's long. Um, so I could move to one end of the keyboard to the other end of the yeah. keyboard. Um, you had a lot of leg room back there too. They pushed I that did, thing up. Yeah, I did have a lot of leg room, which was nice. Yeah. Um, I was able to like go back and you know have yeah. some fun, jump around. You were hitting like the Kanye West, <laughs> getting <laughs> no, low, like, like jamming all, up. all the way low. It was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the communication is important, and talking about that communication beforehand mm-hmm. is important. So obviously, like if you don't, and all you can do is you know give eye contact or something. Yeah. Um, but like if you can communicate a couple hand signals or maybe just talk about a couple different ways you could see things going that way we're all you know ready maybe maybe there's three different ways you want to end a song mm-hmm. and you guys hey this is number 1 this way is number 2 this way is number 3 and mm-hmm. you just like kind of wave a number behind you like it could be super simple yeah. um but yeah we did we definitely did not have a a lot of communication which i'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily uh at the end of the day we were all worshiping and it was great and it it did flow for the most part pretty well. It helped. We were all traveling musicians. We've all done this before. We right. were all very com- or comfortable uh, in that scenario. So we we did kind of groove, and it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing we could have done better was, you know, talk a little bit about, hey, like, as a, as the worship leader, like, turn around, give us something right. to go off of when you want it to go up, like, turn around, mm-hmm. you know, stomp your foot, bop your head or something like that. And when you want it to go down, like, turn around and, like, yeah shrugs shoulders a little bit like hey calm down yeah and And yeah i think this retreat is a prime example of what we're talking about here because i mean we came up we played two songs for practice (laughs) played nine for the service so we didn't have any verbal talk of the other songs or anything like no flow plan at all yeah it was just like a mutual understanding we know the songs we're gonna just run with it yeah um but 
the one song we did play in the two at practice is Graves in the Gardens. And we yeah. we ended it in practice exactly as the recording does. The yep. bam, 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 like retards yep. at the end. And, yep. Um, really big crash ending. We did not do that in no, service. No, we didn't. No, I, so I did. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Because that's what we did. Because that's what we did. There so, was no signals or anything. No, so the song ends. Um, bum, 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 bum. And then a big crash out. And we just, I don't even know how we ended it. It was just dun 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 dun, nothing. And then we just like, and then I did the hits, but you could Uh tell the worship leaders were just, you know, on the one, just sitting there crashing out. Uh And we're like, all right. And then, so I start crashing out after I was done with that. Right, right, right. And then JB turns around and like Does picks the, his guitar yeah. up and I'm like, oh boy, we're doing the hits we're again. We're going back in. And then, bah, bah, and then I got ready to go back in and then he just crashes it out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was a little okay, bit of I like guess, a, I guess we're done with that song. Yeah. Now. It was a little so. awkward, but at the end of the day, again, it's, it, you know, we're not the ones being seen. So like, right. it and, didn't affect anything. And it's not awkward for them. Right. Because they didn't know. They have no idea. <laughs> but when you're on stage, it's you're only, freaking out. Yeah, it's you only no awkward idea. for us. I know. Yeah. But that definitely, like, the whole no communication and no practice made me a little nervous just because, like, playing keys for the first time, typically I would say keys um, leads a worship set flow-wise. Mm-hmm. When there's down moments, it's the keys that orchestrate and navigate where we're going, mm-hmm. what the next song is. Um, so like in times where it would go down, I would play what I thought we should play. Right. There was no way for me. Typically. So typically I am the MD here at CLA back in youth and main service. Whenever I play, I'm the MD. You do a great job. Too. Oh, thank I, you. Always, I appreciate, it. appreciate it. <laughs> I talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, which most people find really ha- and tip for MDs talk. Yes. All the time. Use your words. Be supportive. Say, hey, guys, that was awesome. And then, like, just little things. The more you talk, and I will say that within a little asterisk that says, don't be annoying. Yeah. (laughs) And talk about the set. Right. (laughs) Don't just talk about anything. (laughs) Right. But talk about the set. Communicate all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. even though everybody knows we're going to a chorus after the verse, communicate it. Right. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do a big crash out and you're like, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be... Be a little hype in the mic and just communicate. People love it when you communicate with them, even though they know where they're going. Mm-hmm. It makes everybody feel more comfortable mm-hmm. when you're communicating with them. Yeah. And I learned that from Tim Smith. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He does. He's he, really good, he's too. A fanta- he, I learned everything from Tim. Yeah. He's a fantastic MD. Yeah. And for MDs, words of encouragement are so good. So it's it's a small detail. It is. But it can bring such an energy to the set. Mm-hmm. And like once your team is energetic, then the people in the congregation will get energetic and it'll just make a more yep. like fulfilling time of worship. Yeah, you it, know? it really the MD plays such a big part that I don't not that it's overshadowed because it's not meant to be right in the shadow, but like it really does play such a vital role. Um, and the way you do it is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played with so many MDs where it's just chorus, chorus. Yeah, right, right. Bridge. It's like okay, like great. I know where I'm going, but like, yeah, know, I saw the hand signals too. Yeah, yeah. So there's a point where what you're communicating, yes, obviously still communicate that, but like 
how you are communicating it is so important and mm-hmm. it plays such a big role. We'll have to dive into that a little deeper yeah. on another episode. We'll get a um, deep dive on MDs. Deep sure. dive on MD. We'll bring <laughs> Tim in. It'll be yeah, good. that'd um, be sick. But yeah, this is, I think this was a good run through of just like what we saw this weekend. Um, that stripped down worship environment. Yeah. And um, it really is beautiful when you get to play in a stripped down worship environment and just, just worship. Just jam. Like that was it. Just worship. Like, and yeah, it just clicked, you know? It, and, and I love it when I play worship sets that are so simple. Like mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. it, it's so freeing. Uh, I, I, and I really do. I just feel so fulfilled after that weekend and yeah. o- overflowed with joy. And like, it was, it was, it was a great weekend. Um, I felt the presence of God a hundred percent. 100%. Like, Glorious day. The last song yes, we played Saturday night, on Saturday night. Oh my gosh. Everyone was screaming it. it and was, uh, yeah, it was just such yeah. a fun. It was really cool to see the camaraderie in that group cha- or yeah. in the, uh, in the youth group. Oh like, yeah. All, like all the guys to my right, like all the, I think they were middle school boys. Mm-hmm were right to my right because i was right i mean the stage again it's right, tiny, right. so they're right there with you they like get in this big huddle yeah. and they're just screaming the lyrics of these worship yeah. songs and All I, I love it was, and yeah it was it was super cool to watch um super cool to watch how god moved in the camp yeah i loved through through events. a stripped down worship where you don't have the best gear right you don't have the best people you don't have the best soundboard you don't we didn't even have a front house guy yeah like there was no EQ done at all. I I, mean, I don't think a lot, like minimal. Maybe on the voices. The voices sounded yeah, good. Yeah, the voices sounded fine. Um, but I mean, we were just on wired fifty eights. Yeah, that's it. Like so, super basic. But yeah, basically, what we're trying to say doesn't matter what you got. You work with what you have. You usher the Holy Spirit. You worship mm-hmm. genuinely, and it'll be great. That's the role. That's the role. That's the role. And that's what we're called as worship musicians is mm-hmm. to just worship. Yeah. Worship and in ourselves. Musical directors, and the tech guys. Yep. Yeah. I, I was talking with Alex Beitzel today. And I was like, you and the lighting guy are just as big a part of the worship team as all the band members on stage. It's true. Like what you guys do is, it's just as important. Yeah. It all yeah. has, has impact and does great stuff for you know, the service and the kingdom. Yes. So. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Quinn, <laughs> before we wrap things up, what are two things that you would have done this weekend to improve our situation a little bit with what we had? Um, I think a newer electric kit. Yeah. <laughs> just yep. as a selfish one. Because yeah. it was <laughs> the ride symbol, really just the ride <laughs> <It> symbol. <was laughs> just, Quinn has beef with this ride yeah, symbol, Yeah, oh my guys. gosh, guys. It was, it was rough. But... I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed playing. Um, and then, yeah, that communication, just um, yep. whether hand signals or talking before, I think those would have been my two. Yeah. Um, how about you? What, are your, what um, are your two? I think my first thing would be, again, maybe a little selfish, but like have better monitor mixes. Mm, like, yeah. like like we touched on pretty quick. Like I genuinely did not hear my key- – like I didn't hear the keyboard at all during that first set. Yeah. Nothing. So I like, I don't know. Right. I think I was hitting the right stuff. I hope so. I hope it sounded yeah. good. 
I didn't hear anybody, like nobody yelled at me afterwards. So I'm assuming <laughs> I was doing for the most part, hitting the right chords. Um, yeah. But I would say, yeah, maybe invest a little more time on the front end. Make sure stuff is EQ'd and sounded good, especially for the band when mm-hmm. you don't have IEMs. Like make sure those monitor mixes are crisp. Right, um, right. It'll just help. It'll help the band groove together. Um, help things go a little more smooth and then yeah i would also go with communication just talk a little bit more before the service um get everybody on the same page not that we weren't totally on the same page but that spun i'll call it like the spontaneous moments like yeah a little more communication there yeah i think communication is key it it really is and it'll make or break a thing so that's why we're communicating to you right now that we are going to be launching this is a weird segue, <laughs> but Super we are starting weird. our Instagram page this week. Yes. And we want you guys to give a follow. Yes. And this is going to be a resource that you guys can see what we're up to, what's in the pipeline. And also you can DM this Instagram account with questions, questions. that you have. Please send us yes, questions. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. We want this to be your podcast as much as it is ours. Yeah. And so whatever questions you have, it'll intrigue us and get us talking. So, yeah. um, yeah, send those our way. Yeah. We'd love to help you guys out, answer your questions and just, you know, have some cool conversations about some cool worship production. Yeah. You know the deal. 100%. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Yes, we will. This, this, is, this, this time is, is a, for real. This is a promise guys. We will, we will release an episode <laughs> next week. We're not good. We're not going to miss another week this month, this month. Oh, that's a big promise. Well, I mean, February ends in one week. Yeah, so <laughs> we got one, wait, we got one week to prove ourselves right. <laughs> exactly. So. But no, guys, we appreciate you listening to episode two of the Worship Production Podcast. More to come. Make sure to follow the Instagram. Yes. Just look us up. It'll probably be very similar to Worship Production Podcast mm-hmm. somewhere. So look us up after you listen to this. We'll give you guys the actual at next week once we make it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good. Anything else before we wrap this thing up, Quinn? I just want to say I love you guys so much. <laughs> I love you, that person from Belgium. Yeah, Belgium! Shout out Belgium. We were, yeah. You were our first listener. Yeah, we so. had a listener from Belgium. So that's pretty cool. But uh, We're international. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, have a great week. We'll catch you next time. See ya.